Hi, you're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a life and success coach who specializes in helping working professionals and entrepreneurs overcome imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, you've come to the right place. I use social and cognitive psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, and somatic healing to take my clients from imposter to empowered so they can go after the success that they want and feel worthy of it too. Let's dig in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, and when you're listening to this, it is Wednesday, November 17th. And today is the last day for you to apply to be a part of the Worthy Woman Method. The Worthy Woman Method is my lifetime group coaching container for coaches and service providers to overcome imposter syndrome within 90 days or less, even though the container is a lifetime container. And lifetime means lifetime access to the weekly coaching calls, the Slack community, the robust and always being added to client portal. This is a community for you to bring the things that you need to heal, bring the mindset blocks and the limitations and the beliefs and the thoughts that are really affecting your ability to go all in on your business, to go all in on yourself. They're really impacting your ability to feel safe in your body and feel safe in your business. And we are in the business of doing that in the worthy woman method. Now, here's the process, okay? Today, we are closing the doors on people being able to apply but I am still taking sales calls tomorrow and Friday. So make sure that you go to the link in my show notes and you book that. But if you're like, Jill, I can't book a call tomorrow and Friday, but I really wanna be in the Worthy Woman Method, how else can I contact you? You can just go over to Instagram, slide into my DMs at your coach Jill. I am really meticulous with my DMs, so I am always paying attention and on top of them. So please, if something seems like it's not gonna work for you to get your butt in, then just send me a DM on Instagram. No big deal at your coach Jill. And this is the last time that we are opening the doors to the Worthy Woman Method in 2021. And in 2022, we are looking to reopen in February or March. So there's not a ton of time for you to join. So again, the link in my show notes is there for you to apply to book your sales call for today even or tomorrow or Friday. And then you will be able to send me a DM on Instagram if those days don't work for you and we'll figure something out. No big deal. So this episode this week is the episode that I recorded about conflict and imposter syndrome while on the way to Toronto to spend it with my biz bestie Julia Piccoli because we were attending a mastermind retreat that was held by my coach DL Sharon. So DL is my coach as some of you know. I have been working with DL since 2019 and she was my first coach. She was my very first coach. And then I stopped working with her for a bit. And then in 2020, she actually hired me as a co-coach in one of her coaching programs. That was such an honor. We had such a good time doing that. And then I decided to join her 250K Liberation Mastermind back in April. So it was right around the time that I was leaving my full-time job. And I was like, I'm going to need the support from DL. So the gods brought us back together. Universe brought us back together. And now I'm working with her in her mastermind 
and when I recorded this episode it was early September and I was on the way to Toronto to spend the weekend with Julia because she's also in the mastermind and it was a virtual retreat but the next one is going to be in New York it's going to be in person so I'm super excited for that so that is what this episode is all about that's why you'll hear me in the car I'll talk a little bit about the mastermind for a second and about Julia but then I'll dive into how conflict is related to your experience with imposter syndrome because imposter syndrome is really just a conflict that's happening in your brain and for those of you who don't know I have a master's degree in conflict so interpersonal intrapersonal and organizational conflict so I hope you enjoy this episode and as a reminder the worthy woman method doors are closing tonight at 11 59 p.m est but you can still book a sales call for tomorrow or friday or you can send me a dm at your coach jill and we will figure it out because i just can't wait to have you inside and for you to meet all the amazing existing clients in this lifetime container but also meet the new clients who are coming in as a result of this launch okay i love you bye Hello, my loves. I am driving. I am driving to the Toronto airport to pick up my biz bestie, Julia Piccoli. I'm sure a lot of you have heard her on the podcast before. You've seen me on Instagram talk about her. We became biz besties back in 2019. We were a part of the same mastermind and then we found out we were both in Ontario and we met up for that retreat and instantly became best friends. That retreat was amazing with the rest of the women inside that mastermind. And then we stayed friends and we actually ran a mastermind together. We ran two rounds of that and we have just had evolving businesses and doing a bunch of different things with our businesses. So we didn't end up continuing the mastermind, but never say never. We have thought about doing a certification together. We've thought about doing another group together. But right now we are going to Toronto because we are staying at an Airbnb because we're in another mastermind together. We are in Vial Sharon's Liberation Mastermind. It is to help you scale to 250K, which I've actually already done. So my goal is to scale my business to half a million, which feels pretty surreal saying that. But I'm on the way. And of course, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm getting all the ideas, which fucking sucks because I literally have to pull the car over if I have a really good idea, but just driving and showering and being in the bath and doing things that don't require my actual brain power really just light me up with ideas. So that is an indication to you that if you are not leaving space for your brain to breathe, you are missing out on so many amazing ideas and concepts and problems that can be solved by you giving your brain a fucking break. So I was thinking about my certifications and my degrees. And when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how I have a master's in conflict. And this looks like interpersonal conflict and intrapersonal conflict. So organizational is obviously studying and researching the conflict within organizations and how those come to be. Interpersonal is with other people and intrapersonal is with yourself. So I really apply a lot of the interpersonal and intrapersonal conflict to my business when working with my clients and helping them cultivate their own confidence, inner trust, overcoming imposter syndrome, all those things. And then with interpersonal conflict, I think about that with my personal relationships, with my relationships to my clients, with their relationships to their clients, etc. 
organizational, I feel like I can apply those things more so when I have a bigger team, when I'm actually going to be like a legit CEO leader. Not that I'm not a legit CEO right now. I'm a founder right now. Haven't really graduated to CEO yet, but all in good time. So when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how much imposter syndrome is just conflict in the mind. And I talk about imposter syndrome in so many different ways, but when this came to me, I'm like, oh my God, my podcast listeners need to hear this because imposter syndrome is just conflict of the mind. And why it is just conflict of the mind, it is because you know deep down that you have the skills, the capabilities, whatever you need to have in order to flourish, in order to have a successful business, in order to do the things that you wanna do. And then you have another part of you that's telling you that it's not possible or that you're not good enough yet or that you need more education. And first I want to say that this is also indicative of PARTS, which is a neuro-linguistic programming technique. If you don't know what that is, it is the learning of the subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is responsible for 99.996% of our daily actions, thoughts, and behaviors. It's where we store our memories. It's where we store our experiences. And it is responsible for how we function, how we speak, how we act, everything. We truly, rarely act from the conscious mind. So NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is learning how to talk to the subconscious mind, learning how to undo past traumas and past patterns and change behavior and change beliefs and thoughts. So parts integration is an NLP technique that I use often with my clients because so much of the time we have conflicting ideas. We have incongruencies in our minds around what we think and what we know. So for example, the incongruencies of knowing that you're good enough, but not feeling good enough. Those are two completely opposite beliefs, but for some reason you can hold them in your brain. And the conflict causes you to be in analysis paralysis. The conflict makes it so things are more difficult so that you're unsure of yourself so that you can't trust yourself. So how we do parts integration, and this is only a technique that I can do in one-on-one sessions, is we merge those parts together. We find out what the highest purpose is of each of those parts, and we merge those parts together to create congruency in the mind and in the body. So that was one thing that I wanted to say is that it is very common for you to have conflicting parts. And if this is kind of jogging you to think about, oh yeah, like I do think that money is the root of all evil subconsciously, and now it's just coming up for me now, but I also am telling myself constantly, I need to make money. I had a coaching client who I have just started with and we were talking about discovery calls. I was like, oh, like you should probably call them sales calls. Like it really doesn't matter what you call them, but you should be calling it a sales call. And she had so much drama around calling it a sales call. And I said, it's so interesting because on one hand, you're saying how much you need to make money and build this business, but you think sales are sleazy. And then we went into it and it turns out she has a network marketing background etc. There were so many things in which she did not see sales as integrous. She didn't see sales as a good thing, but sales is the lifeblood of your business. And when you are able to make sales, you are able to make money. 
Now, I didn't really learn this until probably a year ago in my business where I was making sales, but very tepidly. And this also goes to show that you can make a lot of fucking money with a half-managed brain. You can make so much money not being good at sales. You can make so much money not being a good salesperson, because I did, like I would sell in the DMs. I would be like, okay, yes, I'll do this extended payment plan. Like I was not a super confident salesperson, but I still was able to make money. So I just wanted to say that. And this is evidence of my ADHD brain, guys. It's going on different tangents, but if you know me, you know that you're gonna get the most out of these episodes. So you are probably becoming aware that there are so many different parts of you that are coming up and that are conflicting. Like I said, you may think that money is the root of all evil while at the same time being like, I need to make money in my business. And a lot of those parts are usually subconscious and that's why I love one-to-one coaching because we get to go deep on those beliefs. We get to pull apart everything that you think and know to create congruency in your mind and your body so you don't experience analysis paralysis, so you don't feel like a fraud, so you don't struggle with showing up and sharing your message. So there are probably so many parts of you in which they conflict and therefore it keeps you kind of stuck. And when we're bringing imposter syndrome and conflict into the conversation now, imposter syndrome is just the existence of a conflict inside of your mind in terms of you are telling yourself on one hand that like you can do this. So you started a business or you started showing up or you're doing all of the things, but you have this feeling in your stomach, you have these thoughts in your brain that are telling you that you're not good enough, that are telling you that you're going to be found out, that are telling you that you are a fraud. And this can be really draining because you don't know what voice to listen to. And that's why I created Rhonda very early on in my business. I have Rhonda, she is my inner imposter. I don't hear from her as often as I did in the beginning, but she comes up when I'm making a big leap in my business or when I'm really putting myself out there or when I'm doing something new. Rhonda emerges, that bitch emerges. And she is mean and she is the sum total of every negative experience that I've had. She is the sum total of every rude coworker or family member who didn't understand what I was doing in the online space. She is my past experiences. She is my regrets. So it's hard when you feel like an imposter, but you're also doing the actions that other people are doing to grow your business and do the things because you're conflicted. You don't know what voice to listen to. And that conflict can come up a lot in everything that you do and really, again, paralyze you. It can keep you stuck. It can keep you stuck in in action. You can be taking the action but being so hard on yourself. So it's making you feel very emotionally drained and you feel burnt out and just at the end of your rope. And it can just wreak havoc on your life. It really can. When I talk about imposter syndrome, honestly, I get how draining it can be because it's like you're at the edge of the cliff and you're just waiting for something to push you off, for someone to call you out, for something to happen so you can finally realize that you actually weren't good enough. 
Whereas that's actually not the case at all. And that's what I help my clients with is I help them understand that their past experiences, the specific things that have happened to them, the things that were said to them, how they were raised, all of these things, the stuff that they're seeing happen in their business, the people they're interacting with, how they are speaking to themselves. This is what's creating the thoughts and the feelings of being an imposter. But that doesn't mean that they're true. My clients hear me say all the time, what are you making that mean? I ask them that all the time because we vastly underestimate this question because if you have a brain in this conflict that leans more towards I am not good enough, your brain is going to make everything mean everything. For example, I have a client, she was raising her monthly retainer and she had to send an email to somebody who she had been working with for a very long time. And she was so nervous about sending him this email saying that she had raised her prices. And so when he responded and said, oh, What's your reason for doing this? Which first of all is completely inappropriate. Like I've had virtual assistants who have been like, hey, I'm raising it. And I said, okay, absolutely. Like it's just the name of the game. So anyways, he sent her an email saying, oh, like, can I ask why you're raising your prices? And she came back and she was like, oh my God, I'm so stressed, blah, blah, blah. What are you making it mean? You're making it mean that he's not gonna continue with you. You're making it mean that you're not good enough to raise your prices. When really he could just be asking a question and it is not our job to infer what somebody means based on an email or based on what they're saying. I have another client who was in a launch and she was talking to somebody who really wanted to join him and the person simply asked, when is this going to start? And because my client had so much drama and thoughts around her launch, she had been frustrated because she got sick and she couldn't show up as powerfully for some of her launch and then nobody was joining and she had all this drama in her head and she was actually thinking of extending the car, which I did recommend. And when she was going to extend the car, she was like, fuck, what if she wants to start right away and I don't have things ready for her, it's just her and the group. And I said, stop making this mean anything other than her asking a question. And I think this is something that women in particular take on is they take on this need to read somebody else's feelings, to read somebody else's thoughts, to understand what somebody is saying when they're not actually saying something. And I think that this can be a huge hindrance in business. I think that as hard as it is, especially as somebody who is an empath, I am so aware of somebody else's emotions. I can sense when the energy fucking changes in the room. I had to remember that that could have also been a response to trauma, but that I am not responsible for understanding the feeling of somebody that hasn't even expressed it to me yet. Like I can't use the evidence that my parents never talked about their feelings that much or that I have friends who have not told me why they were angry at me and they kind of stonewalled me and I had to figure out what was wrong. Like. I can't use that evidence against myself in business. I have to truly say, I have to take what they're saying at face value. When it comes to clients, when they opt in to pay me and they want my help, then I can ask. I can ask for permission and say, is this what you're really feeling? Because that is my whole job as a coach. But instances with people who I don't know, I don't pretend to know what they're thinking and feeling, okay? So anyways, 
So it turns out this woman really was just asking because she had other stuff on the go and she said that the later start date was perfect. And my client was like, are you fucking kidding me? I had so much drama around that. And I said, I told you, don't make anything mean anything. And that's what imposter syndrome does to you. Imposter syndrome will lean you towards the part of the conflict in your mind that you are not good enough. It will gather the evidence so it can rectify that conflict because the brain is a meaning-making machine. The brain wants things to be solved. So when you are experiencing a conflict of, okay, yes, I know I'm smart, I know I'm capable, I've made money before in my business if you have. If you haven't, you know that you've seen other people do it, right? You're not a special snowflake. But then you have this conflict of, no, wait, you are a special snowflake. It is because you're not good enough. You're smart, but not smart enough. You don't have enough certifications. You do have some certifications or degrees or education, but you don't have enough. And then your brain will make everything evidence for that argument because the conflict wants to resolve itself. And if you do not do the work on yourself, if you do not learn how to uncover and disprove those things and change the way that you think and feel, then the argument will always end in your inner imposter's favor. And when that happens, you take less risks, you don't ask for what you want or deserve when it comes to your personal relationships or business relationships. You won't have good boundaries in your personal life or in your business. You won't action on ideas because you'll think they're stupid or not good enough. You won't access your creativity and your inspiration from the knowing that you create amazing fucking things. Your self-concept is going to be skewed because you truly believe that even though you think that there's a part of you that can be really successful and can be good enough and can be worthy, there's a bigger part of you that has more evidence that you are not good enough and that the reason why you feel like an imposter is because you are. And that is fucking bullshit. Coming from somebody who has a neurodivergent brain, coming from somebody who completely used to feel like I had nothing to offer the world and I was not good enough, while simultaneously thinking like, I think I have something, I think I'm capable, I think I'm smart, I think I can do this. That small part alone was what allowed me to start my business and do this thing, but the inner imposter voice was so loud. Rhonda was so loud. And I am sad for the versions of me before this that could have done different things if I did not let that voice win. If I just went all fucking in on myself. And now I know better. Now I am that version of myself. It took the work. It took me consciously choosing to change my thoughts and change my beliefs and recalibrate my nervous system, which is what I do with my clients in private coaching and in my lifetime group coaching container, the Worthy Woman Method. So again, to recap, imposter syndrome is a dysfunctional thinking pattern, which we have talked about before, and it is also a conflict in the mind. And if you feel like you are constantly battling yourself, I want you to slow down and take a big deep breath and know that that is so normal and that is so okay and there's nothing wrong with you and it is simply just those past experiences, the things that you think and believe about yourself currently, what you think other people think about you, the judgment of others that you're afraid of, that feeling of you're gonna fall off the cliff, the other shoe is gonna drop, and those are all just thoughts and beliefs that can be changed for the better. 
And there we have it. My thoughts kind of like trailed off at the end of that, but there was just too much goodness in that recording for me to just like not use it at all. So thank you so much for listening. And a reminder that the Worthy Woman Method, my lifetime group coaching program, it's closing its doors for the last time in 2021 tonight. So tonight at 11.59 p.m. EST will be the last chance for you to apply, but you can still book your sales call for tomorrow or Friday. But if those days don't work for you, just send me a DM on Instagram at your coach Jill and we will figure it out because this is the best mindset and healing container for coaching and service providers on the internet and I made it lifetime so you could be supported fully supported so you would have space to grow space to heal and the people in this community are amazing they are changing the coaching industry and they are changing the world and changing themselves as a result of it and I am so fucking proud to be their coach so you can go to the link in my show notes again and apply and or book your sales call for Thursday or Friday or you can send me a DM at your coach Jill and we can talk it out and see what we can do okay I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week thanks for listening to the from imposter to empowered podcast head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program the worthy woman method in the show notes you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter and once you're done with that screenshot this episode and share it on instagram tagging me at your coach jill so we can connect see you next time